0: Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellas Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm
1: Ozzy. Okay, guys?
0: In this episode, we will discuss the trailers to both Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and Logan, review Jack Reacher Never Go Back, and recap This Week in TV.
1: Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a Gangster. Go.
0: Ozzy, how you doing?
1: Dude, it's been a long week, man. A crazy 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 long week how's it been for you uh
0: that it was definitely a long week um is there any specific reason why you keep like emphasizing your name at the beginning like you need people to know how to spell it or something i don't because know because
1: ozzy is lit okay i need what? everybody to know that O Z Z Y is a lit name what? guys i need you guys to know that i need you guys to get it through your head okay fine. <laughs> okay
0: that's all i need to say this is a strange I was not expecting that answer so congratulations he surprised me I'm mean, unique <laughs> guys uh, everybody's unique <laughs> whatever um whatever I don't even know how to move on from that but we had a bunch of trailers come out this week um obviously the two big ones were Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 actually they're refusing to call that a trailer like they're calling it like a sneak peek um, so, I don't know, I guess for, I guess we'll be talking about the sneak peek to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, but, we also got the trailer for Logan, the first teaser to Logan, and that had got a lot of people talking, and I don't think a lot of people were exce- or expecting that. Um, we also, we wanted to have a guest on this episode because I have a, a friend who literally sent me pages of text talking about this trailer and i was like dude you should just come on and talk about it on the podcast and he was going to be on but then um i don't know something came up and he wasn't able to do it so unfortunately it's just you and me ozzy but we can make it work for this segment you want to talk about guardians of the galaxy volume 2 the first sneak peek or first look or whatever they're
1: calling it let's get into it man
0: all right. Um, what did you think of the trailer? Did you did it get you more excited for the movie? What do you think?
1: Um, the trailer was actually very. I was not expecting to hear the same soundtrack that they had for the original, mm-hmm. of course, but it was still a pretty good trailer. Um, I think the trailer, like it was, like you definitely can you're, you can definitely tell that like the stakes are higher. I don't know, wow, but like just just by like the tone of it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, you can definitely tell it's still gonna be a fun movie, but it's definitely gonna be darker. Which it's not a problem. I'm actually pretty excited. It looks like they can make a good story and you can definitely tell they still have that comedy when you see Drax just like saying there's only two types of people in the universe, those that can dance and those <laughs> that don't. <So laughs> and, then he, and then he and then he just goes up to um Peter Quill, and he's just like, you just need to find a woman who's pathetic, like you. <laughs> <laughs> and he just gives him a hug. That's oh so great because he, he just, you just could tell, yeah, it's going to be darker, but it's still going to have the, the, the same comedy that the yeah. characters that love, Dude. so it's going to it's gonna be great.
0: I am so excited for this movie and the trailer. Um, while it wasn't like, it didn't blow me away or anything, but it was really good and it continues to get me even more excited for that movie. Um gosh the the humor in it is just so great um i love james gunn i think he's got the perfect sensibilities for this movie um i can't i really i just can't wait for this movie like you said the humor attracts um bringing in some of the new story elements but not really showing us much at all like i don't we didn't see kurt russ no we didn't I, i don't know we didn't see um Ego, the living planet, yet. We haven't seen, well, I think some people are saying we did. I don't know. I think if you, like, took this trailer apart, like some people do, like, Star Wars trailers, maybe you could pick this apart frame by frame and, like, see, oh, this is this, this is this. But, I don't know. For me, I just, I like that we didn't see too much. We just got a bunch of images. We don't really know what anything is. Um, and especially since they're not even considering this a trailer, I'm fine with them not giving us any story details at all. But I was very happy that we did get, um, to see baby Groot in this. Baby Groot is going to make all of the monies. Um, that, that thing is amazing. And also I love that now Rocket and Groot have kind of replaced or have kind of like switched places because Rocket would always stand on Groot's shoulder in the first one. But now Groot is going to be on Rocket's shoulder. It's perfect. So I'm yeah. really looking forward to this move.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. It looks, it looks like it's going to be a great movie. There are a lot of... It looks like there's a lot of great stuff coming yeah. out next year, and I'm just excited for it. Um, but yeah. Um, You want to <sighs> talk
0: about this Logan trailer?
1: Let's get into it, man. What do you think about it? Oh, man. This
0: thing was really surprising. Like, I knew we were going to... I had forgotten, I think, that we were going to get a rated R um, Wolverine movie. I knew, like, I've been, I saw the poster come out a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, that looks really interesting. Um, I was really confused by who the kid hand was in the poster. And then the trailer came out, and, man, this thing, <laughs> first of all, great song choice. Come on, great song choice. Secondly, it just has this really, like, serious kind of almost down to earth which is weird to say for like a superhero movie tone to it and feel to it it just feels so um like it's not like it's dark quote unquote like the dc movies it's like it's more gritty than dark if you know what i mean i don't know if that makes sense but that's how i would explain it it's not like it's trying to be super like dark and all serious but it is trying to be serious but it's more in like a pain way like they're trying i don't know it's hard to explain but i really like the tone that they're going for um i know there's a i think i heard there was a red band trailer i don't know if it's much different i didn't hear i heard it wasn't much different than the regular trailer it's probably just more blood um but this movie is going to be probably very violent very dark kind of honestly it's probably gonna be a little depressing at times but it looks so good. It looks like... I don't know. It almost looks like Hell or High Water, but a superhero movie, if that makes sense, you know? I don't know. What yeah, do you I mean, think
1: it of it? It does look really good. It, it's definitely like a different take on Wolverine. Um, mm-hmm. This is... For those of you who don't know, this is Hugh Jackman's final portrayal as Wolverine. He's retiring the character. Cause he's been playing it for 10 plus years. He's been playing it for 10 plus years. Yeah, man. Um, this is his last. This is the last one, and it looks. It definitely is not like anything that we've seen from him before. That I can. That I can tell. It looks like a lot. Like a lot grittier. He's in his old age. Um, it looks like a lot of his powers just aren't working as well. I mean, that's what they said in the description. Because mm-hmm. he's gotten older. Um, you can you can definitely tell in the trailer because like you you see that he's gotten hurt. Yeah, and in the past, and you see that he has scars now. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely um, something interesting, and um, I, th- I think the, the dynamic that he's going to have with Professor X is, is definitely an interesting one. I think bringing him into the fold is is actually a great decision. Um, I think they're introducing X twenty three. That's the rumor going around. That's what everybody's, that's what everybody's been saying. Yeah. Um, we see her in there, and it's 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 great. It it sounded people are saying it looks like sort of like the last of us video game and i haven't played it but i know what it's about and my friend had it i've seen like the story and it's very similar in a sense it's about like this guy he has to take care of this girl mm-hmm. um so it looks it looks it looks around it looks the same thing if um, I wouldn't be upset like, if it was like if it if it was kind of like that because it, that that story actually ended up being like one of the, like a really great video game mm-hmm. and I think this actually has the potential of being like a really good movie in general.
0: Oh yeah, um, like like I said, on who is our, our friend who wanted to be on this episode, he uh, we would have be talking for a lot longer than just you and I were because he is a huge Wolverine fan. And I'm telling you, like, he's got so many, like, he just sent me texts of, like, theories about, like, yeah, he came to the conclusion as well that it was going to be X-23. Um, He was talking about maybe the government was going after her, and he, Wolverine decides he has to protect her. He had so many questions and even theories about, like, Wolverine's powers, why they're not, they're seemingly not there, because he's not healing as well, at least as well. Um. So it's really interesting. I'm also really interested to see how they use um, Professor Xavier's character. Um, that seemed, I don't know, it, it seems w- weird having him in this movie. But I think I trust them to figure out how to use him well. So I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts on this trailer?
1: No, man, I think that's it. I mean, I think this trailer looks fantastic. I think bringing him into the fold, Um the Professor X is is a good this is a great decision. Mm-hmm. Um so I am excited um for this movie just like I am for Guardians. I think both of these movies look fantastic. Yeah. So
0: all right man, I agree. I agree. All right, let's move on to our review for Jack Reacher Never Go Back. That's the right title, right? Yes. <laughs> um Oof, man, I, let me tell you, I don't know where you're at this, on this movie that we actually haven't discussed this at all, um, since we both saw this movie. But, man, I did not like this movie. <laughs> I really didn't. Um, did you? what do you think?
1: Um, um, there are major issues with this movie. This is like another disappointment. I wasn't expecting this to be like, it's gonna be on my top 10 type disappointments, but like, I thought the first one was was alright, an and uh, I was again. I'm just like, wow, like, this is this is the type of movie that we got. So, oh man, um,
0: see, so, yeah, let's re- briefly talk about our thoughts on, on the first one just for comparative and context sake, um, real quick. Like, give me like 20 maybe seconds. What did you think of the first Jack Reacher?
1: I thought the first Jack Reacher was kind of good. It um, wasn't something that was breaking or anything, but I did think the movie was kind of decent. It it did have a good story to it. Um, I mean, other than that, I mean, you didn't care for the guy who was accused. You mainly just cared for Jack Reacher doing his thing. I really did not care about the guy who was accused. I'm sorry, bro. Um, but... Other than that, I mean, I do think it was a pretty good story. Okay. I didn't think there, I didn't think there would make like a, a second one though. But
0: yeah, here we are. Okay, so for me, I've always thought like I remember even a, whenever that movie came out. It was a while ago, but I I saw it and I was like, and I didn't even like really that critically think about it. Like I was just like, oh okay, whatever. And I came out of that and I was just like, that was okay. Like I don't know, it was kind of the start of. My phase where I was, like, very against Tom Cruise, not necessarily because of his off-screen craziness, which is a whole nother discussion. But more because he always seemed, at the time, to play the exact same character in just average movies. And this was pretty much the start of that for me. Because this move the, the first one was just average, and I, I don't know, it, I didn't love it, I didn't hate it, it was just okay, um... Like you said, it it, calm, it almost kind of felt like a vehicle to make Tom Cruise, to just show Tom Cruise doing cool things. Like we would get from one point to another just so he could do another cool thing. Um, and like you said, I didn't care about half the characters. I would disagree on the story. I thought it was completely not compelling and it didn't help. The best part about that movie was some of the action and I think it was directed well um, by Christopher McQuarrie which it's not a surprise he went on to do um, better things as well. All right, but let's get to this movie. Um, all right, let's start with positives. Ozzy, what do you got? You're probably going to have more than I do.
1: Oh, no, man. I'm going to get two. Same. I, like you said, the action was good in the last one. I, I, they did carry that through with, with this movie. I think I do think the action was pretty good in this movie when it, when it hit. Um, I think the chemistry between Jack Reacher, Tom Cruise, and Susan Turner – who is was played by Colby Smulders is actually, it's, it's pretty decent. It's not bad. Um, we will talk about that. I disagree heavily. All right. Well, it's not bad. I don't <laughs> think it's, I don't think it's horrible, but I do think, okay, we'll just, we we'll, we'll, I'm going to, that's my positive as well <laughs> All right.
0: We'll pump that discussion a little <laughs> down the line. Um, okay. I will agree with you on one kind of aspect of what you were just saying. Um, Colby Smulders, I do think she was really good by herself. Like, I I wouldn't say really good, actually. I would just say she was good. Like, she, she did a pretty good job in the movie. And also with some of the um, comedic moments, like, there weren't a lot of comedic moments, but there were a lot of times where she would say something um, kind of snarky, and it really worked. <laughs> or, like, there was a time when they were running from this building, and um, Jack Reacher had, like, stole the keys from somebody, and he asked... What kind of car they would be driving, and then she goes a black sedan, and then the camera pans out and there's just a ton of black sedans, and you're like, oh my yeah, gosh, that's dude, a great. That's
1: really, I think, yeah, I think some of the comedy that's, that's not the positive. I think like the comedy that they kind of went for is also great. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that's something that they didn't have in the first one that I kind of liked in this one. Yeah, I do think it worked just because yeah. you know some it was kind of obvious because that was actually mm-hmm. that was actually funny. The, yeah. the sedan. One. <laughs> So,
0: um, yeah, like, like I said, Colby Smulders did a good job with those lines, um, which she wasn't given too much to work with in the overall movie, but with the things that were actually well-written, she did a good job with it. Um, I would also kind of agree with you on the action. Like, I don't think it was nearly as good as the first movie, the action, but I thought it was okay was serviceable. It wasn't like shot poorly or anything like it was shot fine, um. But the the main difference between the first one and this one when it comes to the action and why I think this movie was kind of disappointing because the action, I don't know, it, it's a positive, I guess, for me, but it's not something that really lifts the movie. It's just something that doesn't make the movie worse. Um, but what makes the action not as good as the first one is in the first one, it was very tactical. Like, even when it was just a fist fight between two people, you could see... Um, Jack Reacher and the other guy kind of maneuvering around each other and figuring out what the next person's punch would be and then kind of going and counteracting that. Um, and you could just see that. And it was just very well, like I said, directed in the first one. And then even the big action set pieces. Like at the end of the first Jack Reacher, well... I don't think it was necessarily as compelling as it should have been because I didn't care about the villain, which is another problem that I have with both of these movies. The villains aren't compelling. But while I didn't care about the villain, the action set piece at the end of the first one was fantastic because, again, it was so tactical. He was moving from one location to another. Like, it wasn't unrealistic where he jumps out in the open and just starts m- mowing down people with... Um, with machine guns, like, he would get down, duck behind something, shoot, and it was, like, very, he, like, you could see his mind working through getting down this hill, or whatever, he, or maybe up the hill, I don't remember, um, but it was very tactical, In this, you don't get that sense, it just feel, felt like a generic action movie action, and there wasn't anything really that blew me away in it, but like I said, it was okay, it was serviceable, I'm sure it was entertaining for some people, for me, I was just kind of like, like, I don't know, it, I, don't, I wanted more from it, especially since I had just rewatched the first one the night before. Um, I really wanted more from the action in this movie, but it was okay. Um, other positives. Tom Cruise. He was basically just being Tom Cruise, but, and I can't list that as positive for myself because I, I know there's more in Tom Cruise, so I want more
1: from him, but, I don't. I don't. When when you say that, I disagree. I look at because I used to think the same thing, but then like I started seeing his. I started seeing his performances and other things. Like if we're gonna compare him to something like for instance, Mission Impossible, he does not play the same character, and it, it, these are two completely different characters. But and I don't wasn't. know if you mind getting. I don't know if you mind getting into our negatives here a little bit, but the problem with Jack Reacher, just in general. He's he's like he's not really a human character, which is a problem. Like, which is a thing that like I think holds the movie back. You yeah. cannot really relate to him. He's not really like a, like a human character. At least with Tom Cruise, you know Ethan Hunt. There's comedy to work with there. There's something like you can see that there's a sense of like of, of like you can see, you can tell that he's just a human inside. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but this character, it's very hard because he's very one-dimensional. You yeah, know? he just wants to get the job done. Then he leaves. Mm-hmm. The job done, then he leaves. I, so it's the pro- yeah. So I think I think when you guys say that, I mean definitely. And, and again, look at Edge of Tomorrow. That's a completely different no, character. I'm not
0: even people. saying so, like I I I get it. Like I've I told you I, I that was kind of like a phase I went through. It's not. I don't still believe that because no, I've, I've seen things like, with Tom Cruise in it people in people that he's really impressed me for this movie i i feel like i'm going back like i'm going back to oh my gosh tom cruise is just being tom cruise again and i get the one thing you did you did say um with it just not being a very compelling character to work with and that's how i would ultimately describe both of these movies as uncompelling um but jack reacher is not a very compelling character so he doesn't have much to work with in the, to begin with so maybe it's not all his fault but I do think that he just kind of gives just, as much as, like, it's hard to say. Like, he kind of phoned it in. It was just not a great performance, for me at least. I don't know. But, like I said, I don't hate Tom Cruise in most things. Especially, um I think he's been kind of getting back to what he, I don't want to say what he's good at. But uh, he's getting back to um more stronger or stronger roles and stronger acting choices. Like, the Mission Impossible movies of late have been great. Um, Edge of Tomorrow, like we said, great. So, there there's some... He's been making better decisions, and I just really question why he came back to this. It was probably a contractual thing, but... Whatever. Um, phew, negatives. Jeez. Uh, I have a lot. I don't think this movie was paced very well at all. Um... I mean, for the most part, it was okay, but there were some really bad moments of pacing. Like there was a, there was a moment when um, Jack Reacher goes out, or he argues with Colby Smolder's character about what they're gonna do, and that whole scene was just awful. Which leads to a, another complaint about their chemistry. But like she completely um, changes her mind really quick. It doesn't make any sense why she does. Um, And she like backs down. It's weird. But then he goes off, does something, then comes back and then they have the exact same argument. And I'm like, I literally when they come back or when he comes back to that place, I'm just like, we just did this scene. What are we doing here? And then they both go off and it's just like, Oh, why see? Why did he have to go off by himself and then come back? Why couldn't we just resolve this originally? And then they both go up together. It didn't make any sense. It was really frustrating. And that's just the prime example of in this movie, it just being really strangely paced and even edited, I guess it's just, I don't know. I did not like how it was. What did you think of all that?
1: I think you're right, man. I think some of the pacing in this movie just does not work. Um, I think the villain was just horrible. Yeah. Very horrible. Like, there's supposedly two of them. Um, and then, like, I don't know. The the villain was just so bad in this movie. I did not give two craps about this movie. I had no idea why. Like, not about the movie. I'm sorry about the villain. Yeah. Um, like, I just did not care. Like, Mm -hmm. it was stupid. I'm, I'm just like, why are you still obsessed with him? Um... So it was just ridiculous in that, in that sense. Yeah, I, um, I agree.
0: Like the, and this is now a common thread in these movies. The villains are not good and they're not, like I said, compelling. And it, it's just so weird because, and I think they even did the same thing in this movie. Like, I almost was thinking while I was watching this movie, I was like, did they carbon copy, like, the, Story from the first one because they're just like the first one, there's a lower villain who we're all more familiar with, and there's an upper villain who we're not as familiar with, and it's just I don't know, it like was not, I, I, it did not work at all. I agree,
1: yeah, man. Um, it was just ridiculous with the villain. Another negative I have with this movie is the twist that they try to give you in the beginning of the movie. That they're too scared to even hold out in the end of the movie. (laughs) I think that was the dumbest thing ever. Because there is no reason for this twist other than to just give Jack Reacher a reason to fight the villain. Only for him to end up in the same place that he's usually in. And I think that was so dumb. Because I was actually rooting for... Because I'm just like, okay, that... That can, as much as the whole dialogue with the situation is bad, at least this can make him more human in a sense. Because yeah. I did like the aspect of, mm-hmm. like, actually, you know, caring. And I was like, okay, yeah. this, is actually, this is actually pretty good. Like, he cares about some, somebody now. It was actually really good. No, they ruined it. They ruined it. They just, they, they don't like that idea. And I thought mm-hmm. that was really dumb. I think that the twist, although it was random, it, 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 so random. I, it was so random, but I, I do think that if they would have stuck through it towards the end, I do think I would have made the movie just a tiny bit better. But, um, uh, uh,
0: yeah, I thought the exact same thing when it happened. I was just like, what the? Where did this come from? Like, they don't build it, build up to it at all. They don't set it up at all. It just kind yeah, of just, happens.
1: Yeah, and just throwing your face like that is like, yeah, so this is happening. I'm just like, oh. Uh.
0: Okay, but let me. This isn't in any of the trailers at all. No. Oh man, jeez. Cause I really want to go in depth on this. Um, but there is an aspect of it that I'm going to go in depth on, but not spoilery, I guess. Um, but man, that, it didn't make any sense. You're right. Like he goes to this place for one specific thing. And then all of a sudden they're bringing up this. Like it wasn't called for at all. It just happens. And you're just like, what, what? And when did that, like, Oh man, I, again, this, that, I almost said something that was spoilerish, but I'm not going to. Um, moving on. Oh, geez. Do you have any more <laughs> negatives? I, I don't even know. Uh, well, let me talk about the chemistry real quick. I know you said it was, um, okay. Oh, or here's good.
1: what I, okay, yeah.
0: I, I disagree, man. I really did not like right, Colby he Smulders he and he Tom is, Cruise together. Okay, I
1: have I have two more. I have two more sort of negatives. One, okay. there's a character there that like he gets information from, and there's no reason why she's helping him. Uh-huh. None, well, none, I don't, none. Just besides the fact that he was a major, he's been retired for years now. He doesn't even know who she is. She doesn't know who he is. Besides the fact that they're Jack Reacher, that, that he's Jack Reacher. They have no. From what we know, they've had no prior relationship, mm-hmm. so the fact that she's helping him makes no sense whatsoever. Because that's what I was thinking throughout the whole time. It's like, how do? Why would you help him? Like, what if he actually did the stuff that he's doing? <laughs> like, you have no prior relationship with this guy. Like, hello, what are you doing? So, <laughs> but yeah. that's another thing that I have. And then the chemistry. I do think they have good chemistry, but I think how they built how they built it up within 10 minutes that was paced that was rushed Mm -hmm. okay i think so i think i think the build-up to it was definitely rushed i don't think that their chemistry together was bad i just do i just do think that the that the way that they set it up was bad because yeah there's no reason why you know he cares for her other than the fact that he wants to just do the right thing
0: oh my gosh but i i agree
1: I do think that the build-up to it was extremely rushed, and it was just from 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 that being rushed, it was horrible. I think when it got to like the middle of the movie, I started to like their chemistry together, and that's why I ended up saying it was good. Um, but I just th- I just think the build-up, like I like I said, was was horrible, very rushed, and and everything. So.
0: Um, man, I, I guess, like, I can, I can buy into that, because it was, it was so bad at the beginning, like, they're, they have these phone conversations, right, and then all of a sudden, they're, like, talking like they like each other, like, it didn't make, it didn't work, there was no, and it was, I get it, it's hard to have chemistry between two characters when they are not on screen technically together, but why would you put them in that situation, like, it was just poorly written, really, it was... Really bad writing, and that's actually my biggest issue with this movie overall, is the writing. There's so many times where it just had really bad dialogue, but that's not even the worst of it. There were just logical flaws in the entire movie. And like I said, I've said on this podcast before, I'm not one to like, go, go in and pick up part, movies like that, like that, and be like, oh, but if this happened, why did this happen? Like, I'm not, I'm not CinemaSins, okay? I've said that before, and I'll say it again. I'm not CinemaSins. But, man, this movie didn't make any sense at times. Like, there was one when he was under custody. Under custody for, I believe, killing someone. Yeah, I believe he was... They they had accused him of murder. And they let him walk into a room with his lawyer completely uncuffed. Right? And his lawyers got car keys pens like a bunch of things that could number one be used as weapons and number two to be used to escape and then they let him leave the room uncuffed it was just like this doesn't make any sense other than the fact that you need it to happen this way so the plot can move forward like and that's just one example of just a dumb moment in the movie that doesn't make any sense like, did, I, I don't know. Am I being too critical or did you notice some of these? No, things that well?
1: made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> I'm just like, what? And he just, the fact he said, we're done. Yeah, just like, yeah. He just goes, we're <laughs> done here.
0: And the guard lets him go. It was just like, what? <laughs> Does this making any sense? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I agree. It was just, oh my gosh. It was just poor writing. And that was my biggest issue with the movie overall. Um, Jeez. Okay. <laughs> and then lastly, my, um, final negative is with a specific character. And I know you don't like necessarily picking on specific actors or actresses, but man, I did not like her performance at all. It was crap. Her name is complicated. Danica, uh, Yarosh. She, um, plays this young girl who I won't go into a role specifically, but, she was not good. I'm sorry. She just wasn't. I did not like her performance. Yes, I will. This is another one. I will agree. Her character was not well-written at all. Um, she wasn't given much to work with, but she didn't do anything with what she was given either. It was not good. She basically like her character name could have been generic teen with angst. Like that was it. She was, it was so bad. Like it was like, what does a teenager normally act like? And then she acted like that, and she was just really angsty, and it was really annoying. The entire movie, just I did not like her performance. I did not like how it was written, and also, I don't know. You could tell that she was an older actress, which she's not that much older, but she was trying to play down to a fifteen-year-old, and she was like, "How did how did fifteen-year-olds act?" And then she acted like annoyingly, and it was not fun. I don't know. Did you agree? Disagree? You probably disagree.
1: No, I mean, I didn't really care for her character, in a sense, other than the fact that I found her annoying. Um, I was just like, dude, stop, man. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, I don't think she was horribly written. I just don't. Again, I just, like I said, I just think that twist, like, it was bad. Like, it was really bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, you know, I think that it could have paid off to a point to make the movie just a tad bit better. Mm-hmm. But, I, again, they just did not work with it. I just think um, just that the whole character was written poorly. Um, mm-hmm. So, I do think that that's the problem. I, Her performance was okay. Not that it was horrific, but I do think it was okay. I do think it could have been worked on, but I'm not going to uh, necessarily blame her for that whole entire thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think that the, her the writing for that character was bad, and just that whole situation for that character was just horrible. Um, mm. So, yeah. Carlos, Whew. you want to get into ratings now? Yeah,
0: let's just score this movie and move on. Um, I guess I'll start. And my rating for Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, um, kind of reflects the title because I never want to go back and watch this movie again. Jeez. Um, <laughs> I, I am rating this movie a 4 out of 10. It is just not... Like, it's almost like, it's one of those situations where it doesn't do too many things that are actively bad, but it does a lot of things just unspectacularly, just like, things just happen, and you're just like, okay, and then there's also some bad elements that push it over the edge. So, I I just can't with this movie, it's worse than the first one, not even close to it, which isn't that hard to, it wasn't even that hard of a goal to have, because the first one is just okay. Uh, it's just frustrating. Alright, Ozzy, what about you?
1: I'm um, saying metaphor. Um guys, this is not a movie to really rush and go see. <laughs> at all. So yeah. if you have other options, you know, like American Honey. Um Did you OG, see that yet? Not yet. Not not yet. Oh, it's been crazy. Um no. Yeah, after this we're gonna talk. It's been it's been crazy for me. Uh, anyways, but you know, if you want to go see American Honey, you know, you want to go see some other movies out there that you haven't seen, go see those, then see this, but wait a week after you've seen those, because it's, it's really not, it's not even that great. Yeah. Um, so, I, I wouldn't recommend this movie at all, but... Go, um,
0: go support some indie movies, man. People but, uh, people need to go support indie movies and not go see this stuff when it comes out, because it's just driving me insane.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't see it, but hey, you don't have to listen to us, because, you know
0: true and for the record I did like because my um, my mom and my brother called me um, before actually right after I got out of seeing this movie and they were like we just bought tickets to Jack Reacher and I was like oh man that was not a good decision (laughs) Um, and they and then after the movie my mom called me and she's like well why didn't you like that movie I really liked it so I don't know maybe maybe we're just being a little over analytical. I don't know but I did not like this movie. And hey, you know what? Our job is not to convince you to like to like or not like a movie. It's just to let you know what our opinion is clearly. And I think we did that. So screw you, and we will argue. And come at me on Twitter and then we'll talk about it. Um all right, you want to get into yeah, man, our I weekly think, TV you know, recap?
1: Yeah, let's do that. People got mad that I didn't love the accountant. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like my cousin. My cousin was pissed He's like, what do you mean? You don't like the accountant? <laughs> It was great, Ozzy. Screw you. I'm just like,
0: oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That movie was actually kind of divisive. I believe it's a, it's close to around a 50 on Rotten Tomatoes. And I think that's accurate. Because there's, I know a lot of people who didn't like it. And I know a lot of people who liked it. So it's really interesting. Um, but anyway, let's move on to our weekly TV recap. Um, all right. Ozzy. Man, we're a little behind on our late week shows. Just because, like you said, things have been busy recently. But we have some early week shows to talk about. We definitely have some DC shows to talk about. So you want to start with our DC shows? Let's do it, man. All right. Well, I'll start with Supergirl. Do you watch Supergirl? I can't remember.
1: Yeah, dude. Of course I watch Supergirl. Okay.
0: Okay. What did you think of this week's Supergirl?
1: I thought this week's Supergirl was fantastic. Arguably the best episode of the of of the of the show. I'm going to be brave 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 enough to say that. I wouldn't argue with you. No,
0: because yeah,
1: there was a team up of Martian Manhunter and Superman, which I thought was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was great just seeing them team up together. And you know, I think I I forgot the actor's name. Um, is it Toby Kebbell or Toby Kebble? Yeah, he played Superman. No, no, um, not Toby Kebbell. I'm sorry. Um. (laughs) Uh, crap i forgot his name yeah just, i'm gonna look know. it up in a, in a second but um he the actor who plays superman he just he he shows like a rage to him in this episode and i was i was shocked i was like ooh, <laughs> because, um it is it's definitely because you know last episode was kind of like the all jittery like you know the, the the clark kent that everybody loves who's awkward and everything tyler hoakland yeah tyler hoakland but he just did a great job just really showing like a different emotion and really just putting, um, you know, just just giving that character more um, more dialogue and everything. I think I think introducing him into the show was a great decision. It was it's seeing, seeing him in here just with Supergirl and everything was awesome. I do think um, having Metallica again was also a great Metallica. Sorry, Metallo. I don't know what's wrong with me <laughs> today. It's the morning, guys. Don't judge me. Metallo was uh, was definitely another great decision.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I, I do agree. This episode is definitely a contender for best episode of the entire show. And I actually tweeted after watching this episode that after two episodes, Tyler Hoechlin gets a resounding two thumbs up. As Superman. He is great. And I will eat my words on this. Because number one. I did not think that they should introduce Superman. Especially in the first season. I was like I was happy that they were not showing him. I know you disagreed. But I was happy. And then when they cast Tyler Hoagland. I was like okay. Like this guy who's like in these all these teeny shows. Yay. And then. He. That picture he got released. And I was like oh man. Something does not look right. But, man, this guy is good as Superman. Like, he knows exactly what he needs to be doing. He um, he has a Christopher... I know a lot of people have been saying this, but it's true. He has, like, something Christopher Reeve about him. And it's so refreshing. And this could be just, like, people bouncing back the other way, myself included, after we get just a bland and boring Superman in Batman v Superman and Man of Steel. I, I know I might be in the minority there, I think. It might be divided a little bit more than people want to admit. But um, he just is uninspiring. But Tyler Hoechlin is he's good, man. He has just got this um, air of fun to him and also seriousness. Like you were saying, he has some different levels to him. And that's really, really helping um, kind of flesh out a character who can be boring at times. So I think that really works. I think um, teaming him up with Supergirl... Um, makes him vulnerable. Makes both of them vulnerable. Because you could see their affection for one another. Uh, so I really do like that they introduced him. Like you said. I love the team up. Um, Metallo was great. There were. Of course there were some dumb moments in this. But. you know, Supergirl's still working out the kinks. And a lot of these shows are still working out kinks. Um, a lot of them. Or some of them are more frustrating than others. Because they've been on for longer. But. Supergirl is doing really well right now. And. I really liked that episode. Um, it, it was great. So,
1: yeah. Agreed, man.
0: All right. Let's move on to Tuesday shows. And, oh, man. Um, let's talk about Flash. Let's talk about Flash. Um, what did you think of this week's episode of Flash?
1: I thought it was good.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was kind of disappointing. Let's be honest.
1: Yeah. Nothing nothing um, fantastic was going on. I was... Um, I, I do, I'm, I was just so annoyed with Wally this episode. I'm just like, are you dumb or are you dumb? Because, it, it, all right, like the problem that I've had with Wally since he's come on the show is that he's whiny. Mm-hmm. Like he's like a kid, you know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. like, if you don't get him what he wants, he doesn't make a scene. He goes in his room and then he cries. <laughs> and I think that's like, that's the problem I have with Wally. Um, he really wants to help the city out, whatever. So, like, it, he got affected by the Black Matter last season. And yeah. then, and this trailer, like, obviously, you know that Jesse got, Jesse is not a speedster. So now he's upset because Jesse's a speedster and he's not. So, he's upset about it. And it's just like, dude, get over it. You're not a speedster. and, and he's and he started to talk to Perry. He's just like, oh, like we can't have two speeches in the family. Like, no, that's not the point. You almost stepped. You almost killed yourself. What are you doing?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was just, I don't know, dude. It was just. I think the problem that I had with this episode was Wally West. Really? See, um, my- just, that that was like half of it, and then it's just like the villain. Yeah, there like, we go. Now you're hitting like, the nail. The <laughs> And the villain slash, like, anti-hero. Like, I was just like, what? Um,
0: Jeez, the villain in this episode. I was
1: confused at first. I'm like, what is happening? Like, how do you not remember? And then, like, I was like, oh, okay, okay.
0: Yeah, Magenta, who was the bad of the week, which that kind of gets changed around, but whatever. It was, she was just weird. It was like a discount Scarlet Witch at times. I was just like, what is going on? Um, she was not a very interesting villain. She had a really just kind of thrown in their backstory. I don't think the performance is very good at all, and that doesn't help. Um, yeah, that was just it, it. Just felt like a really throwaway storyline in this episode. Um, we don't get much more with alchemy. Um, I, I don't know. And yeah, we the big thing this episode, I guess the big takeaway is Jesse. Um, Jesse Quick. She. I, I didn't really love her last season. I think I like her more now that she has speed. We'll see if that continues. Um, and then, like you said, Wally was just kind of annoying. So, I don't know. It, it, I, I wasn't a big fan of this episode. It was okay. Um, but
1: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's not like I don't like Jesse. I just think that the relationship that she has with Wells at this point needs to be settled. Because it's so annoying. That's Seeing true. them fight all the time I'm just like can you guys shut up sit in the room debate what the hell you want to get over with and just get over it so we can move on with the show it's really annoying seeing them just like I love you I love you too but I need to protect you not all the time dad like shut up we get it that's a regular relationship all the time if we want to have father father and daughter drama we have Joe and Iris for that and they're doing a great job at shutting it down listen to them because it's annoying at this point yeah, really annoying.
0: I I agree. So I I I do think one of those two needs to go. I think it needs either needs to be Wells or it needs to be Jesse.
1: I don't think that I don't think that necessarily that they need to go. I just think because I do think that when they're, for instance, like when they actually hash things out, I do think that the chemistry that they have is really good, and I'm, I'm like, and I'm I'm like, okay, like this is actually pretty good because you do see that they do care for another, and I'm just like, okay, that's great. But, yeah, but they it's never hash annoying. things out. <laughs> no, and they do. No, they do, but it's annoying because it takes up a lot. First of all, it takes up a lot of the episode and we've already seen this from last season. Mm-hmm. There has to be growth at this point.
0: Yeah. Um all right, let's continue with the DC shows real quick. What did you think of this week's Arrow?
1: thought this week's Arrow was great. Um Ooh, it's that's strong. Dude, I, I love this week's episode of Era. I mean, it's not one of the best episodes, of course, but I do think that it was a great episode. Um the like you and I said last time, the flashbacks are tying in. Um mm-hmm. uh, so I think I think the flashbacks in this was was interesting. I do like the fact that one of the you're always I, I like the fact that Oliver is sort of like the like a teacher now. Mm-hmm. So you see one of his students, um, misbehave and do something crazy and i like that i like the fact that you sort of see you know felicity and oliver sort of like divorced parents like teaching them like what to do and yeah. <laughs> excuse me i do think it's interesting seeing that happen um
0: I, I thought this episode was good i wouldn't call it like great but it I don't know, like, again, I think the villain was kind of just okay, like it was, yeah, this was, um, the big thing was, like, that was Stardust or whatever, like, one of the wrestlers that, um, Stephen Amell has, um, fought in the WWE, and yeah, sure, that was cool if you knew that, but I I just didn't really care, so it didn't really pump me up when I was watching it, um, and then... Yes, the my favorite aspect of the episode, I will agree with you, is the team aspect and how he's teaching them, how they're all growing together, um, that he's growing as a leader, they're growing as team members. I'm, I'm really liking that aspect of it. I'm really liking that aspect of the show in general. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. We haven't been getting much of Prometheus in this episode, but... I am still excited for him as a villain, so overall I'm still excited for this season and I did really like this episode. I just didn't love it. But I don't know. Do you have any final thoughts on Arrow?
1: Um, I do like the I do like where they're going with it so far. I think it's interesting. And I do like the fact that Felicity finally told uh, finally told him that she's the one who basically, you know, killed his family, like killed yeah, I, um,
0: I thought that storyline kind of dragged down the episode, but I'm glad it's done with and kind of yeah. I mean, I'm glad,
1: I mean, I I thought it was actually going to drag out for a while. Yeah, and I was scared of that happening. I thought she would let them know like the mid-season finale, and I was like, "It'd be too long." Yeah. But I'm glad she got it over with the second season. So that's definitely an improvement, and um, yeah, so I, I, it, it's great seeing. Um, that happened and i do like i do like the stuff that that's going on when it comes to the politics of, of the show mm-hmm. and stuff like that um so i do think it's interesting seeing that and and uh i like the uh, just you know being the uh you know his sort of cabinet manager yeah or i like Thea in this episode as well yeah i think i think she did i think she's doing a great job i think she's definitely improved from you know mm-hmm. other seasons and oh, yeah. you know yeah, I think she is a great character. I wish she was back in the team, but who knows? Maybe she will. It'll probably happen. It'll probably happen.
0: Um, alright, let's move on to Legends of Tomorrow, the Thursday DC show. Man, there's a lot of these shows. Um, what do you think of this episode, man?
1: Uh it this whole time thing is so confusing. <laughs> so confusing. Because like I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my, my mind around the fact that Eobard Thawne is still, you know, running loose around the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think and the then, Mulligan now, like, their go-to answer is always going to be Flashpoint, um, which, you know, whatever. I, I don't know. I guess this is just an easy way for them to do whatever they want and just say Flashpoint. Um, but what I don't know. It, it's weird. Yeah. I do agree. It's confusing. But I thought it was pretty cool, especially seeing the JSA was awesome. not going to lie. Um, and that's what the show is like. There's a bunch of things that either don't make sense or are really stupid. Like you get things like with Ibarthon not making sense, and then you get like a horrible, horrible CGI giant, really strong guy, and you're just like, "What is going on?" Yeah, and then like you get the GS. GS answer, you're like, so this that's is like awesome. that's like
1: that's like their abomination. Oh my gosh, it was horrible. It's like DC's abomination, and it was really, really bad. Um, it was. <laughs> God, that was so horrible. I I was so disappointed. I'm just like, is this really happening right now? Whatever. Get it over with so I don't have to watch it anymore. Um, so, there was that. I am so confused of what happened to Rick Hunter. Rick so Hunter. confused. Yeah. Because he's just, like, staying with my ship. Gideon's like, are you sure? Yes. Hits the ship ship doesn't explode and he's gone. Yeah,
0: well, we don't know. I mean, we assume that maybe he got transported to a different time, but they don't really know. Um, I I don't know. It's cuz they don't know exactly what happened to him either, so we don't know. So I I don't know. I think it's a fine thing because like I said, I mean, they do don't you know. So, gonna, we
1: don't. do you think he's still going to do you mean, do you think he's going to come back or um I think it's a possibility,
0: but I don't know. It's, I think yeah, I think he's coming back. And I'll tell you why. Because I still think that it would be such a missed opportunity for them not to bring in... Um, oh, crap. What's the character? Booster Gold. It would be a huge missed opportunity for them not to bring in Booster Gold. And I'm not... This is from the comics, but I'm not going to spoil anything just because I don't... Just, so not as well known. But Booster Gold and Rip Hunter have a very strong connection. So I think that this... And the comics, right? Yes. So I think that they're going to go there. So with... They can't... And it would be... Like I said, it would just be a missed opportunity. So I think we are getting Rip back. But I think we're going to get a good... Most of the season, hopefully, without Rip. And I love that Sarah is the captain now. Because I... For most of the episode, I was sitting there thinking... Sarah is the easy choice for a captain of the ship. And then... Finally, Martin even says it. He's like, yeah, you're the best choice. And I'm like, thank you. I've been sitting here saying this the entire episode. Um, so I'm glad Sarah is the captain. Um, I do like how they kind of introduce some of the um, social problems of that time period. How, like, he... Um, Jax was having major issues with how some of the people were treating him. And then, um, one of the members of the JSA just looks over Sarah just because she's a woman. It was really interesting to watch that. Um, yeah. I still don't know how I feel about that, um, historian guy. Um, I think he's kind of annoying, but I think they're going somewhere with his character. So I'm willing to be a little patient with it.
1: Agreed. Um. I don't understand how he even knows about the legends. That's never really explained.
0: He this, basically his superpower is that he's a great historian. I don't know, and he can figure it out. I don't know. He it has just, no it's just...
1: idea. But like, how can you predict the the, the future and stuff? Like, I don't know, man. It's really weird. Um, again, this show is is has always been like an okay show to me. It's just I'm I'm so confused on this whole timeline thing just don't think about it too hard very very confusing like i thought about like so many things and just like this is really confusing like i i I, like it was it was so bad that i forgot about it already because it was like late at night yesterday i'm just like this doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. and it's like dragging the show down so i'm just like god okay whatever yeah
0: all right, well, let me backtrack a little bit, and I'll run through pretty quickly some of these other shows. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., great episode. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is continuing its strong streak. I love what they're doing with Ada. I am a little confused as to if if she's not AI, but I I, I think they're—hopefully the writers can kind of nail it down, like, exactly what they want her to be, but I'm really interested in that. Um, I loved Ghost Rider versus Hellfire. That was a great, a great idea. Especially since last season, I, whenever Hellfire had the chains, I was like, that looks like Ghost Rider. And then they brought in Ghost Rider. And now, I don't know if he's going to use the chains, but I, I really hope he does and that he got them from Hellfire. That would be great. Um, but yeah, that, it was a really good episode. Um, it is was chill, killing it. Atlanta, another solid episode, not as good as last week's episode, which is still the best episode of the season, but it was another really good episode, and I'm excited to see what it means for the rest of the season. Again, highly recommend Atlanta. This Is Us, um, probably the weakest episode of its season so far, but still really good. Um, this, the other sitcoms, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and New Girl, Honestly, these seasons have been incredibly consistent their first couple episodes, so I'm really looking forward to see if they can keep it, if they can keep up the pace with these um, shows. Um. Also, I didn't watch many shows from Wednesday, sadly, and then Thursday. The only other show I watched, I know we didn't watch Blacklist this week yet. We're going to get there, but sorry, we didn't watch it yet. The only other show that I know we both watch is Supernatural. So, what did you think of this week's episode of Supernatural?
1: I thought this week's episode of Supernatural was really interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. I liked it. And I did, too. I, liked, I liked it. Castiel is, Castiel is fantastic. Um, oh
0: she had a great moment. <laughs> I was like, it was it was a Castiel moment, so you're like, yes, Castiel's back, because he wasn't in most of my last season as Castiel, so I'm I'm happy that he's
1: back. Yeah, I, I love his moments, and he's just like, are we still talking about Sam? Mm-hmm. <laughs> dying. dying. Um, he is doing a great job as Castiel, man. I... Uh, There's another problem having Castiel. I wish I wish he was actually on for like a full season because I love Castiel. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely seeing seeing them work with their mom is 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 good for them in a sense. Like I'm oh, excited yeah. to see that. Like because Dean Dean even says like, he's just like mom, can you just stay behind? She's like I know what I'm doing, Dean. And he's just like yeah, but I'll be worried about you. Like I can't I can't really do my job if you're out there with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think it's uh, I think the dynamic between the two of them is really good and. I do like how the show, like how that episode ended. Um, It's really good, just them really getting to know their mom and and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, Um, man, Jared Padalecki can act. Um, He he was great in this episode, and he was great at the end of this episode, especially when he has that moment with his mom. It is a fantastic moment. Um, As for the, and also I cannot stress enough how smart of a move it was to bring back um the mom to bring back the mom that was a great idea whoever thought of that deserves a raise because it was a great way to kind of reground the show and bring and kind of reemphasize its emotional core so i i really liked that um but moving on jeez i'm getting like a billion notifications here um moving on to the rest of the show uh, do you, what do you think of this whole British Men of Letters thing?
1: I think it could be interesting because it makes it like at a, at a more human level. Because like, there's nothing they can do at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes, I mean, God's sister. Like, how are you gonna top that when it comes to like things threatening the world? So I think, um, I think it's very interesting to see that there's a British Men of Letters out there. Um, I'm gonna. I'm interested to see like where it goes. Cause I'm not sure how like I exactly like feel about it right now. All I know is that I'm interested in the idea. Mm-hmm. But I do hope that they do have a team up to get Lucifer back in the cage. Yeah, because that is a problem.
0: The one thing I'm confused about with this episode, or not this episode, but the season so far, is we don't seem to have, like, an overarching threat. I guess you could say Lucifer, but if you say it's Lucifer, that's kind of like, we've been there, done that. I, I don't know, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm worried about the season as a whole, but I did like this episode, so I, I don't know. I, I guess maybe the overarching threat could be the British Men of Letters themselves, maybe they're the threat, even, in a weird way but i just don't like their motivations whenever cuz it's almost like the government in civil war like you're blaming them for stopping something like it doesn't make any sense you're blaming them for the kind of repercussions of them stopping something you can say but it's their fault that it happened but they still freaking saved the world it just it's just frustrating and it doesn't make much sense i'm really tired of, i'm getting tired of that logic and i don't think it really follows anyway so, I don't buy their logic. So, I really hope that they're not the overall threat of the season. And I do hope that they team up. And so I kind of hope that um, they kind of, they, that Sam especially teams up with that girl. Because, number one, I think they have good chemistry together in that, like, dream sequence. Dude,
1: I was so confused. I was I really confused, too. But two. they I'm did inside. have good chemistry. I'm just like, how did we get here? Like, I was so confused. Yeah,
0: it was really weird. Um, But they did have chem- good chemistry. I don't necessarily want it to go, like, that romantic. But I do kind of want them to be forced to team up together. So I'm looking forward to that if that happens. I don't know. I, I Any episode with Rowena automatically goes down a peg. I might get killed for that, but I do not like Rowena. Um, so
1: You don't like her character? Gosh,
0: no. She is so annoying.
1: I um, love her character. I, I, I know. I fan.
0: think I'm in the minority for that one, especially with Supernatural fans in general. People love her, but I, I was not a fan. Um, so and it was a good episode. I didn't love it, but I really did like it. So, um, Any final thoughts on any TV this week?
1: Oh man. That's it for me, even though you're a douche and I like a marina. <laughs> well, sorry. Um, all right. You want to move
0: on to recommendations? All right, Carlos. What is your recommendation? Alright, my recommendation is something that I tagged you in on Facebook, I don't know if you watched it, but the new Pixar short, did you watch Dude, it? Dude, that was so emotional, yeah, I saw it. Borrowed time. Work. This thing, go, alright, I think it's on, what what um, video client is it on? Vivo? No? Yeah. No, Vimeo maybe? Um, But you can probably find it on YouTube by now, but... Oh my gosh! Um, this thing—you can even—I tweeted it. So go on my Twitter. You could do that on, at True4Five6, But this thing was emotional. It was just so real. You felt like the the pure emotion that they're able—that Pixar is able to pull out of you—it's just so incredible. And the things that they are able to do in just this thing's like five minutes long—it is mind blowing. How good this thing is. How layered this thing is. Um, How much this five-minute short had to say. It's so good. And do not be fooled. This is not for kids. So don't go like saying, hey kids, let's watch this new Pixar short. No, do not do that. Um, It's actually pretty dark and um, pretty... Like it's got some blood in it. But it's not like super bloody. But it's got violence in it. So be careful with showing your kids. But this thing... It's so good. <laughs> I, I, you can back me up here. This thing was great,
1: right? Yeah, the thing was really good, dude. It was such a great, um, such a great um, short film. It's probably one of the thing. I think it's like the best I've either seen all year or in a very long time. It was very great. Oh yeah,
0: dude. I I mean, obviously, I haven't seen any of the things that are gonna get nominated, but. I will be shocked if this thing does not win, um, best animated short. It, it's so good, man. Oh man, this thing. It's, it really, like, if you do not just, it, if you don't just get heartbroken watching this thing, you're not human. I'm sorry. You're just not. So, highly recommend it. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Check out what Pixar is doing these days. Ozzy, what about you? What do you got?
1: And my recommendation, guys, is Mission Impossible. Rogue Nation. Um, Rebecca Ferguson is definitely a standout performance in that movie. One of the greatest positives in the whole entire series as a whole. She is fantastic. I hope she comes back for the sixth one because they're they're talking she might be the first woman to actually come back. Um, So that's exciting. I'm excited for that. Um, Tom Cruise does a fantastic job in this movie. As Ethan Hunt, um, the action in this movie is great. Um, it's it's gritty. Uh, I like the way it's, the way it's shot. Simon Pegg, um, is awesome as as a comedy relief type uh, type field agent, and it's it's the chemistry that all these people have is great. It's a greatly written action movie, spy movie, and I think you guys should definitely check it out. Oh,
0: yeah, it was great. It was one of my favorite movies of last year. It's definitely my favorite of the Mission Impossible movies, and it introduced the world to Rebecca Ferguson, and that is not a bad thing. So, yeah, I agree with you there. All right, Ozzy, you want to sign us out?
1: Let's do it, man. Guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. Whatever you do. Please listen to it. It's a great show. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Guys, this is Scream Fellas.